You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Lawrence Holmes, a.k.a. Loho. For the last couple of days, I've been trying to talk about a story that, that came out that I think affects Chicago sports fans, and I've... What's the the line from the American president? I kept tripping over my job, so I wasn't able to do it. So I figured I would put it in a podcast and let people who want to consume it consume it. And I think that's a one of the cool features about having this podcast is that I have the platform to kind of do some different stuff on it and maybe talk about subjects as in-depthly as, as I want. So here's what, what I wanted to, to discuss. There was a report from ESPN that Wrigley Field might be a destination for a betting kiosk, that the the Cubs are looking at making that a, a, a place where you can go and place a bet legally. I never really thought about, I mean, I, I, I guess I did think about the ramifications of sports betting becoming legal. But I never thought about kind of the impact of it and how it would change things so dramatically. To think that Wrigley Field can become a betting house. And I don't mean to make this singular. It's not just the Cubs who are thinking about doing this. this. This could happen at Soldier Field. It could happen at Sox Park. It could happen at the UC. Like all of that stuff, you could, you could end up with this being the case. And in the new betting America, I I don't know why the, the, the thought never really crossed my mind that this was a possible outcome to, to making sports betting legal, which I am all for, just so you understand where my what my point of view is. My point of view is that I'm all for this. I've been waiting for this in, in sports for a really long time. It's always seemed silly to me that people would have to go – to Las Vegas to place a wager or have a bookie and do it or that some of the online stuff. Like, and I know that, that not everything has been answered yet as far as that goes, but I, I've just always felt like if people can bet, they should bet. It should be like any of our other vices that, that we, and I don't mean to get on the whole thing because then we could talk about drug use. And, I mean, Illinois did make marijuana legal to an extent, I don't even smoke, but I, I've always been an advocate 
of that. So, and I'm an advocate of this. I'm an advocate of sports betting becoming more of our daily lives. And I guess I didn't take the thought train far enough on that stuff like this would then end up happening. And I know that there's probably some negatives to it. Some people don't want to be associated with gambling. There are people who have gambling addictions, and I I understand that. And maybe if you make Wrigley Field or the UC or Soldier Field a betting parlor, does that contribute to triggering someone with an addiction? I'm not smart enough to talk about the subject, but I do think that that's probably something that people out there may fear about the subject matter. So here's what I did, and the the reason I'm mad at myself is this was a great idea for me to do. What I'm getting ready to share with you is a great idea for me to do. I should have done a better job of finding a way to execute this order better. So here's what happened. I saw the story about there possibly being betting kiosk at Wrigley Field, and I immediately reached out to Joe Ostrowski. Joe is, I think, the foremost authority on betting here in Illinois and betting overall. He just from the time that that he started covering this a few years ago to all the work that he's done with the people out, out in Vison, all the people that he talks to in Las Vegas, and now him covering the state capitol when the vote was going on. I mean, that was that was pretty crazy. Or Joe on Labor Day is down is down in Springfield talking with senators, you know, like like the whole idea of it is pretty cool. But I said to Joe, Hey, could you go in and just, instead of us doing a full interview, because the two hour show is very limited and it's not like I can always do as many long form interviews as I'd like. I said, could you go in and just give me a report? You know how you see on, on television where, the anchor will toss out to someone who has a full report. This is kind of what I wanted to do on the show. And we actually had some success with it with Jay Zawoski, who's the hockey guy. We had him do a preview of Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. It was a minute and 45 seconds. It was awesome. It was old school score where we used to do raps. Like we do the updates and let's go out to George Hoffman. And then we go out to George Hoffman and boom, he'd have... I'm at Wrigley Field, and the Cubs are beating the Brewers 7-3, and and then he'd have a piece of tape and all this stuff. So I, I asked Joe, would he be okay, like, sitting in his studio and breaking some of this stuff down? And he said, cool. The problem was that I didn't get to it on the air because you had all the Cubs-Sox stuff going on and then Aloy with the big home run, and then the Bulls draft is coming up. So I, I haven't been able to fit it into the show. So I wanted to give it its proper due and put it here in the podcast so that you can hear Joe's thoughts on the expansion of gambling and why we might see it in our the places where our sporting events happen. So this is Joe Ostrowski breaking it all down. It's been 16 days since Illinois lawmakers passed Senate Bill 690, which will bring legalized sports betting to the state. And we're still waiting on Governor Pritzker's signature, but that remains a slam dunk. Now, this bill allows seven sports venues, including Wrigley, Guaranteed Rate, Soldier Field, and the UC, to have a sports book inside the stadium, laying the groundwork for the first sports book located at a sports venue in the United States. 
the teams or a third-party operator would need league approval, gaming board approval, and $10 million for a license which would cover the first four years of operation, basically one year of Ivan Nova. Over the weekend, David Purdom reported that the Cubs are considering betting windows, automated kiosks, and a full-blown sportsbook inside the friendly confines. The Ricketts can go that route or place a sportsbook outside of the stadium, say a Gallagher Way, what used to be the Captain Morgan Club, or even a rooftop. I would take the option that allows fans to have access 365 days a year, especially during the NFL and college football seasons, and don't forget about March Madness. Sports betting is a low-margin business, so the team or their partner would likely take a loss on that $10 million, but it would also improve the overall experience at Wrigley. With the way they've gone about these renovations, I wouldn't expect the Cubs just to squeeze in a few betting windows or kiosks inside the stadium just to say that you can bet while you're at Wrigley. A headline in a Tribune story today read, Will local bookies survive when legal sports betting comes to Illinois? The answer is yes. Your guy will continue to make a living because your guy offers credit, something you're not going to find in the illegal offshore market or once we have the legal market in this state. You settle up once you reach a specific number, whether you're in the red or the black. Elsewhere, bettors have to put money up front if they want to gamble. Over the last year, I've heard countless amount of people tell me that, well, it's tough to change sports bettors' habits. Who's really going to bet with the state? I ran a Twitter poll on my show last night, and the results were a little surprising. I asked, how would a stadium sports book change things for you? 2,300 voters chimed in, and 63% said that they would bet at a sports venue. 24% don't care, not betting, doesn't matter to me. But only 15% said say they would stay offshore or with their guy. I'm not sure what I would do if they offer me some bonuses, if they offer me better lines to go to the casino or the racetrack. I'd consider that option in leaving the offshore market. Some interesting stuff from Joe. Uh, one, the data that he's collecting. And look, it's, it's something you're throwing out on Twitter. But the data that he's collecting from other people that bet that maybe they would change their habits. I, I agree with him that I don't think that bookies are going, to w- going away because I think that they, they do offer, w- whether it's credit or the access of it might be easier. Or, and honestly, the payouts might be easier, too, that, that you could get from your, your bookie versus doing it with the state. But I just never really thought about like how much the landscape of sports is going to change with this, where now you have so many sports that are actually interested in jumping on board with the gambling industry and Major League Baseball with their connection was it MGM their connection with MGM is is pretty much said we're open for business and if if you think that this is going to be something that's going to save horse racing which is a whole nother podcast in itself um then what does it do for the person who is at a game that wants to bet on games now here's another interesting part of this And it speaks to the way that our lives are probably going to change around gambling being legal in most states once it's 
done all the way around the country. I had a conversation with Connor Orr. Connor Orr covers football for Sports Illustrated, and I read a piece that he did on the AAF, the American Alliance of Football. Remember that league that was up for like three months or whatever? Well, they actually had some proprietary betting technology that was really interesting. And it gives you another window into how we're how we'll probably evolve as a betting public in sports. So I wanted to share that with you too, because it plays a little bit into what we're discussing here on how life is going to change in sports overall now that betting is legal in Illinois specifically, but overall what the ch- the changes could end up being. So take a listen to, to what Connor Orr told me about this tech that the, the AAF had come up with, which was basically going to let you kind of bet play-by-play. Play. Like, if you were a real degenerate, like, you were going to get to – maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe that's got a negative connotation. If you're someone who really loved betting, you were going to be able to bet play-by-play. Play. And this is what Connor explained to me was their plan. So I think that eventually, you know, what this was described to me as, you know, two or three years down the line, this was going to be the technology um, that all leagues would license um, to do live play-by-play gambling, essentially. So the analytics were such that they could get to your phone um, with a speed below, you know, 200 milliseconds. They could diagnose the formation. They could read the personnel on the field, and they could come up with accurate live odds as to what would happen on the upcoming play. So, is this going to be a run? Is this going to be a pass? Is it going to go to Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown or you know what's going to happen on this play? And you'll have five or ten options to actually bet. And you know, you can imagine if you know a team or a league is just taking 1% of all these transactions. I mean, if you're betting on every play of, you know, there's 160 plays in a, in a football game, uh, that's a tremendous windfall of cash. And I think that that's one of the reasons that everyone involved with this league was like, wow, if we can get this off the ground, uh, we're in great shape. So why weren't they able to get the tech up to what they thought it would be? I think that a lot of the challenges they ran into, one was time, right? Uh, You know, I think that they wanted to beat the XFL to the punch. And, uh, you know, you have to do a lot of experimenting and a lot of testing. um, And they just didn't have the time to do that. You know, one engineer said, you know, have you ever been to Legion Field in Birmingham? It's not exactly, you know, um, MetLife Stadium, you know, that we had to replace all the cables. We had to switch out you know, all of their infrastructure. And so, you know, not only that, but you had, uh, you know, uh, RFID chips in the football, in the shoulder pads, and all this tracking data, you know, there's so many bugs that can happen. For example, you know, their initial program was only set to read that there are 22 players on the field at once. Well, on the in the first game when, you know, they were switching sides and, you know, people were running on and off the field, the system would crash because, oh, shoot, there's more than 22 chips on the field at once. And so there's all these bugs that they had to work out and to get through, and they just never had the time, I think, or eventually the financial means to uh, to see it through. Do you think that what they started will find its way into basketball, the NFL, or or, or hockey? Because I, I, I do think that if you can figure out, if you have more time and a better infrastructure, I think this could revolutionize betting. Yeah, I mean, everybody's kind of getting their 
um, tips lined up for gambling. I mean, I think you see some of the more forward-looking owners. ESPN, um, you know, has just made some uh, gambling investments as well. And, you know, I think that eventually you definitely will see this technology. I think it's definitely the pipe dream. Uh, the Alliance was just one of the first people to raise their hand and say, okay, everyone get out of the way that we're going to create this. And I think um, the telling thing, I think, from here on out will be where these engineers go. Um, you know, they're a well-known group of people from Tesla and Lockheed Martin and Yahoo. And if they get hired by somebody, I think that, uh, you know, that'll be kind of where everybody's eyes turn next because now they have all this proprietary technology. They have all the software and the code. Um, it's just going to be about who wants to buy it and put it to good use. I think that there are going to be a lot of people who want to do both when it comes to that technology. Look, I am a novice when it comes to this. I place the occasional sports bet. And when I do, I do it in Las Vegas, and I usually call Joe and say, well, what do you think about me placing this bet? It's a whole new world out there, folks. It is a whole new world. And going back to what Joe was talking about where you could have – a betting kiosk where you could take one of the build a space or take one of the spaces that can be available to people for the entire year and turn it into a, 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 a sports book at Wrigley field, not inside the field. Now I'm talking about what Joe was saying, where you take the, the former captain Morgan club and make that accessible all year long Dude, you're going to have people there all the time. Now, Gallagher Way has already become a place where people congregate. I was there doing a show earlier this week where you had the the Mommy and Me stuff going on. They had a movie. They do ice ice skating during the winter. If you put a sports book in there, I actually think that it goes a long way to helping those neighborhood places that the people over there grumbled that the Cubs were trying to buy up everything, and they should buy up everything. It's, you know, their field, their game, their team. They should buy up everything. But if I were a business owner over there, a non-Cubs business owner, I would be all for this because I think it would bring more foot traffic over to the neighborhood. Anyway, again, my view is the view of a novice, but I was floored by how ignorant I was to even the thought that that's going to be the next step in this evolution. So hopefully I gave you some knowledge on where this whole thing is going along with trying to learn myself where things are going. Big thank you to Joe Ostrowski. I hope to do this more and I hope that the next time that I ask Joe to do something like this, I will use it as intended. That being said, I actually think this turned out better because it allowed me to to share some other stuff on betting. I don't know what you think. I'd be curious to hear it. And you can hit me up on Twitter at Lawrence W Holmes is where you can find me. And if you want to, you need to be following Joe at Joe O six I'm telling you, especially if you're a gambling person, you need to be following him. Thanks for listening to Loho daily. I have something for you next time.